Welcome to the Crispin Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Crispin. Topics on today's episode include a hybrid work-from-home model, my interview with MCT CMO Ian Miller on building a thought-leading mortgage marketing operation, and the latest reading on inflation in the form of January CPI. Everyone has a good story about something they said or asked that they shouldn't have. Like, when are you due? That's a good one. As is saying, when did you turn 60? When the person is only 55. But forecasters are out in force, saying things about interest rates they may or may not regret later. Analysts at Citigroup and Goldman Sachs, for example, expect an interest rate increase likely forthcoming from the Federal Reserve to be less than the widely predicted half percentage point, noting a quarter point is a better bet. I heard an analyst this morning on the radio saying he believed that the yield on the risk-free 10-year should be up to 2.90%. Meanwhile, managers are trying to predict where the puck is going in terms of the pandemic and work-from-home moves. As staffers at financial institutions begin to return to the office in large numbers, there is an increasing trend to allow workers greater choice in the office-remote work balance. While most banks are thought to prefer a full office return, Jefferies, BNY Mellon, and Citigroup are among those offering hybrid options. In my conversations with lenders, many MLOs and AEs were working from home prior to the pandemic, but lenders are offering hybrid arrangements for operations staff. Unlike residential lending, in other industries, profits and wages are increasing. If you have a manufacturing facility near an Amazon distribution center, you have to pay up for workers. Interesting times indeed. Thank you to this week's podcast sponsor, MCT, and its hedge advisory division. Whether you are making the move to mandatory executions, seeking improvements to your mortgage pipeline management process, or considering a change in your hedge advisor, MCT's hedge advisory blends technology and service to achieve your goals. As the industry leader in pull-through analytics and best execution with the highest staff-to-client ratio, lenders of every size trust MCT to manage risk and optimize profitability in their mortgage pipeline. With that being said, For today's interview, I wanted to welcome onto the show Ian Miller, Chief Marketing Officer at MCT. After cutting his teeth as a freelance marketing agent, Mr. Miller's consultancy merged and blossomed into a successful agency in River Rhine, Inc., where he served over 50 clients in a wide range of industries and capacities. Chief among those was MCT, where Mr. Miller played a key role in elevating the company's reputation as a leading provider of capital markets, software, and services. His core competencies include commercialization strategy, performance analysis, technical copywriting, CRM database development, and event production, which he is now proud to leverage as MCT's chief marketing officer. I'd also add that he's probably one of my few friends in this industry and a really good guy, generally speaking. As listeners now know, you used to work in traditional digital marketing, and now you work in mortgage marketing. Considering mortgage marketing is a business-to-business business, if you will. And it it used to be kind of essentially an afterthought versus mortgage companies marketing to consumers. What motivated your transition to the space? So I was blessed uh, in my days uh, at at two different marketing agencies to work with with a lot of business to consumer clients, as you mentioned, um, but also a handful of business to business. I I was lucky to work with a few real estate clients and property management clients. So I wasn't totally unfamiliar with the business to business side. I think that the thing that inspired me was watching how uh, digital and inbound marketing strategies that kind of started on the business to consumer side, uh, things like search engine optimization, 
pay-per-click advertising, really were starting to build momentum and make an impact in the business-to-business space. And, um, you know, aside from that, motivating my transition, MCT was uh, was my favorite client at, at my marketing agency at the time. They were great people to work with. They were encouraging, innovative, motivated, and had great products and services. So I'd say more than uh, even the potential for for making an impact in this kind of new to digital marketing space, uh, it was it was the company at MCT that convinced me. MCT certainly does have a sterling reputation in the industry, and part of that is your help. Uh, you've built MCT's marketing division from nothing into what I would argue is the thought leader in the secondary marketing space. How'd you go about that, and what were some of the hurdles along the way? Going back to that whole uh, idea of, of choosing MCT, you know, in, in marketing, uh, you know, there's a term that uh, we use frequently called seed material. Seed material could be, uh, it could be data, it could be expertise, it could be existing content or knowledge. And so although MCT, uh, you know, was kind of new to the, to the digital marketing game, I saw the makings for some really amazing uh, seed material through their their excellent reputation they had with their clients. But even more importantly, it was kind of a deep bench of executives, sales directors, traders that were willing and motivated to work with me, someone new to the mortgage space. And I think that their background in teaching people about uh, making the move to mandatory and hedging for the first time really made them uniquely equipped to have that, you know, uh, educational uh, approach towards me and towards the marketing we would create. One of the things that I like most about MCT is really their mission to make this complex, uh, sometimes dry subject of secondary marketing and hedging transparent and approachable to anyone, right? And this isn't something that's uh, limited to Wall Street. This is something that lenders all around the country need access to and understanding of in order to be successful. And so really with that foundation, that core value of education and transparency, I simply put on a, uh, the hat of, uh, of, a, of a journalist, of a reporter at the beginning to really uh, to learn and dig in and report on all of the happenings in the market, the key stages that lenders you know, need to go through and, and, uh, and things that they need to learn and accomplish in order to be more successful in secondary marketing. All of that fed together to create uh, you know, MCT as you see it from a digital marketing perspective today. Yeah, as you mentioned there, the industry went through a period where digital marketing was uncommon and, I mean, especially in the secondary marketing space, almost unproven. How did you go about making the case for these strategies and validating the impact they were having? At the time, uh, you know, there really was just a, you know, a handful of occasional press releases going around uh, in the secondary marketing space. There really wasn't a lot of focus on digital marketing. And so, I think uh, one of the things that was kind of common, you know, conventional wisdom was that uh, people don't really look for this stuff online, right? It's complex. It's, it's uh, you know, sometimes proprietary knowledge that people are protecting or, or feel like they need to protect. And so, you know, uh, why would we spend a lot of time and energy doing search engine optimization for something that nobody's really searching for? I think that that was, a, that, that, that was a, an initial point that we learned but the, the pleasant thing to see as we look back over the years is that uh, I would say more than few people searching, it was just that there wasn't much material available. And so as we've made this a priority, as we've made uh, educating lenders for, for the next steps at every stage of their growth a priority, 
we've seen search volume uh, and, 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 and the impact of SEO improve significantly. I think it was really a, a, a build it and they will come mentality. You know, Curtis uh, Richens, the CEO of MCT and Phil Rizzori, the COO, have always really taken the approach that if they provide excellent service, if they provide innovative technology, if they provide the best guidance for clients uh, on the markets, then people will come to them. And that's really the same strategy that I was able to apply to this digital inbound marketing channel. At the beginning, it was slow, and it really took a vote of confidence from, from the entire executive team at MCT, which I'm you know, very appreciative of at the time. But you know, over the course of several years, uh, we, we built out the, the marketing machine and the, the content machine to, to really uh, attract a, a strong uh, audience across the industry. And really, I, I would say help a lot of people, particularly in the most recent period of pandemic-related volatility and some of the volatility last year related to FHFA changes. And now I would say, uh, I, I hope to say that that's a, a part and parcel part of the core service that MCT provides its lenders. And I know you want to keep growing the marketing operation. So how do you see the scope of MCT's marketing arm expanding into the future? One of the key areas that that we're trying to do a better job with all the time is providing the most immediate and actionable guidance to lenders on what's happening in the markets. And, you know, I think that we've really uh, flexed our muscles in that regard because of the the dire need that we've had uh, over the last two years, but kind of uh, building on that foundation to, to get ahead of the mortgage market cycle anticipate what lenders are going to need and uh, and be able to get it in front of them as quickly as possible is certainly a big focus. I, I like uh, MCT's marketing group to really be, uh, I, I like to think of us as a newsroom, right? As an editorial uh, board that's, that's covering all the important things that are happening in the secondary market as it relates to lenders. And uh, I think we've done a good job there, but there's certainly a lot of room to grow. Well put. And I want to close with this. Any advice for other budding business-to-business mortgage marketing departments when it comes to avoiding pitfalls and maintaining importance to the overall company operation? Absolutely. The the key to to getting started is set realistic goals, create a replicable process that you you continue to march down the path, even if it's slowly at first, and, and to drive some early wins, right? I think back to to some of the early successes that we had. A good example that comes to mind is um, when uh, when you know uh, bid tape AOT as a delivery method came out. You know, several years ago, you know, and we were able to really be on the forefront of how that new delivery method could impact clients, benefit them, and be taken advantage of in the secondary market. And and I think that was the first time where I really uh, you know. We were blessed to have attracted the attention of, of, uh, of, of both the agencies, the regulatory community, as well as just a wide audience of lenders for, for those very important uh, pieces of content and webinars that we held. So that was, a, that was kind of a, a watershed moment, I would say, where the team at MCT realized, wow, this is, this is truly valuable, truly impactful to both our work to support lenders and also to our thought leadership in the industry. So... The key is once you've got a few of those notches on your belt, it, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, the, the people who are experts at your company, who provide you with the knowledge and insights you need, uh, start to feel rewarded and, and see the value. And then uh, it becomes a virtuous cycle from there. 
it's it's really challenging to start out uh, from scratch, you know, when, when you're building this whole model. Uh, but recognize that if you can even just commit to, you know, a single monthly campaign or piece of content over the, over the course of a year or two, you'll really have a robust content marketing operation. So best of luck to everyone out there. And um, I'm always available to give, uh, to, to share ideas, to share knowledge and, and give feedback. It's an excellent little high level blueprint you provided there. And I know a lot of your competitors are trying to, uh, play catch up with what you've created. So congratulations on that. And I wish you continued success into the future. Thank you so much, Robbie. I appreciate it. Mortgage-backed securities and treasuries were mixed yesterday, although MBS prices were generally lower as the day was dominated by limited risk appetite ahead of today's consumer price index report. There's a lot riding on the latest U.S. inflation data. Any reading above a projected 7.2% annual advance in prices will likely pressure the Fed to raise interest rates at a faster clip than expected. Despite everything riding on that report, yesterday's $37 billion 10-year note auction was met with excellent demand, suggesting limited concern about higher rates. The Federal Reserve Bank of Boston announced that Susan Collins, an economist currently at the University of Michigan, will be its new president, marking the first time a black woman will lead one of the U.S. Central Bank's 12 districts. She will take up the post on July 1st and vote on FOMC policy this year. Speaking of women at the Fed, Cleveland Fred President Mester spoke yesterday about potential MBS sales down the road as part of balance sheet reduction, which dampened investor sentiment. Today brings the economic highlight of the week, the aforementioned January CPI report. Headline inflation was up month over month by 0.6% versus 0.5% previously, while core CPI was up 0.6%. We've also received weekly jobless claims in at 223000 Later this morning brings a Treasury auction for $23 billion worth of 30-year bonds, as well as the January budget statement. The New York Fed desk will purchase up to $3.4 billion in conventional MBS, and Treasury will also conduct its latest purchase operation on the current schedule when they purchase $3.2 billion of 7- to 10-year coupons. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse a quarter and the 10-year yielding 1.98 after closing Wednesday at 1.93%. A 25 basis point hike at the March FOMC meeting seems likely, but there is a 30% higher chance of a 50 basis point hike priced into the market. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. I found a used football in a secondhand store. I picked it up and took it to the counter. How much is this? I asked. That'll be five bucks, said the owner. Would you like me to pump it up for you? Of course. Thanks a lot, I said. So, he got a small pump from under the counter, and in a few seconds, the ball was as good as new. Okay, all done, he said. That'll be $10, please. $10, I replied, but you said $5 just a second ago. He looked up and said, sorry, inflation. (laughs) Thanks again to MCT and its hedge advisory division. Pairing industry-leading experience with award-winning technology to assist you in locking, coverage, best execution, and reporting. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, Search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcasts from.